wake your ass up and get some coffee. To us, coffee isn't just a beverage. It's a community. It's an accumulation of the global network of fair trade farmers to the independently owned coffee shops working together to bring the freshest coffee to their local neighborhoods. You're listening to Coffee and Power by Acme Radio Live. Good morning, everybody. What's up? Yo. How everybody doing? Great, man. Podcast number two. Podcast number two. We're officially not a pilot episode We made anymore. it back. I like that. We made that. it back. My name is Q Taylor. Uh, this is Podcast Two, powered by Acme Radio Live, Coffee and. Uh, I got my guy, Mr. Jimmy Getty, in the building. Good morning. And my lead, number one dope <laughs> barista, Mr. Nate Dizzle. I don't know about that, but yo. <laughs> Do you guys feel a little claustrophobic this morning? A yeah. little bit. The, yeah. the NFL's moving into town. Yeah, I see. It's There's crazy. Cranes and construction and temporary skyscrapers. Word around a campfire, this this is like the biggest thing that Nashville has done in the history. Well, actually, Tennessee is the biggest thing in Tennessee history. That's crazy. That's dope. NFL is like, what, the biggest thing since NASCAR? Since NASCAR. Yeah. I've heard that <laughs> fact as well. And hot chicken. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Coffee today. But you know what? Let's talk. What have we been up to in the last month? I know that... Uh, Nate has been on the road a lot with his music thing. Been Jimmy. playing music and sipping coffee all over sipping the country. Sipping coffee all over. That's what I do first thing in the morning, every first day thing while in I'm the morning gone. And yep. Second thing all I've day. Got a, I've got a formula. <laughs> I've got a method. And Jimmy, you've been gone too. I haven't even seen you. Yeah, I was in the other hemisphere for a couple of weeks. Doing it up. Went to China. Had a lot of really good coffee in China. Didn't bring me anything back. No, I'm sorry, man. They took. I had actually a bunch of stuff for you, but they ripped it out of my suitcase at customs. They're like, "You can't bring this back. <laughs> this is for somebody that's obviously way too cool to live." It's here. the best. It's the best coffee in the world, but no one will ever know. No one will know. All right, S- sitting all right. in some TSA trash can right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And so, Nate, where'd you go? Where Where you been? Man, I went all over, literally East Coast, West Coast, um, and playing music, but. More importantly, drinking just tons of coffee. And like every morning I wake up and like figure out where I'm at and what coffee shops are near me. And I go through like a, a quick little filter system on my own. I pull up Google Maps or Apple Maps. Okay. Type in coffee. See what's within like a 15, 20 minute Uber. Get your notebooks out, people. Because yep. this is this about is, to get. This is, this is very, uh, very high tech. Uh, see what coffee shops there are. And then I click on every single one. Check out what pictures are there. Okay. I can filter those out pretty quick. Just like what kind of gear they got, what kind of shots they got. Uh, the name of it. If it's called Common Grounds, I'm not going to go. <laughs> uh, and so I'll start to filter that out real quick. Um, look for those hip singular nouns. Those are good coffee shops mm. usually. And then I'll go to Instagram, see what their feeds look like. And okay. then I'll make a, an educated guess. Question. So, I got a question. Yeah. So you were gone for three weeks, right? Yeah. Did you go anywhere twice? Yes, I did. Talk to me. Never coffee in Portland, Oregon. I went two times with two different groups because I had to show as many people as possible that that (laughs) shop is so sick. Guys, I'm a a regular here now and I I need you to come I find out like the coffee shops that are my favorite are the ones that I'm like, man, it'd be so cool to live around the corner from here. And that's how I know like, oh, I like this place. Like if if I like dream about it being my neighborhood shop, it's a good spot, but never coffee. If you're in Portland, hit that place up. It's sick. It's very, very cool. Okay. Yeah. Pass the name test to you. So you're in Portland. <laughs> Singular now, baby. Give me, a, give me a rundown of all the cities you 
you were on tour, you were on the road. Oh man, that's gonna be pull okay. Your phone, pull your phone out. Pull my phone out. Let's see. I I mean I obviously Portland, okay. Seattle. Shout out to Seattle. Sacramento. Sacktown. Uh, Temple Coffee in Sacramento is sick. The floor is all pennies, and the bar is all pennies, and the bathroom floor is all pennies. It sounds very expensive, which I'm sure it is, but <laughs> it was cool. It was all just like copper. Wonder if we did that with nickels. Oh, it'd be five times the uh, price, man. I don't think we can do that. That was sick, man. <laughs> uh, DC, we, uh, man, my my phone is is not opening up. Let's go. DC. Uh, Lexington has the new shop, Manchester Coffee Co. That place was very cool, and I think it's pretty new. So if you're in Lexington, hit up Manchester. That place was very rad. So I'm trying to figure out. So you went to a couple of places twice. You were in D.C., Portland, Sacktown. And if you think places are cool, okay, you said one place is, is all vibes and the visual. I mean, so what else was so special about some of the places that you visited? Yeah, the baristas make a huge difference. If I feel like welcome there and they, they're they not like bummed out I'm there and they're like, hey, what brought you in today? Like, you're not from here or like, because we'll go in with like six or seven people. So it's very obvious. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a normal morning. <laughs> you boys us. aren't from around you these parts. You guys aren't from around here. Yeah. <laughs> we're all wearing black and look very out of place. But yeah, they'll be like, hey, what, do you, well, like, what brought you in today? That's so cool. Here's what we have. This is what we're about. Let me know if we can help you out. Like feeling very welcome, like it is our neighborhood coffee shop was huge. Um, the places that are just kind of like bummed as soon as six people walk in the door, you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna come back here today. So it was all about vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And then it's like, oh, this was good coffee. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting. Like you walk in and you're like, this place is cool. You haven't even tasted it yet. Mm-hmm. And then you walk up to the counter and you're like, man. He was so nice. She was so sweet. That was awesome. Do you haven't even had coffee yet? Can you forgive a subpar cup of coffee if your experience was like super positive? Oh, totally. I'll go back for sure. And because might have just been a a rush and it was a bad drink or something wasn't cleaned or like have way more grace for like the coffee end of things. But if someone's like, "Hey," I'm like, "Oh, (laughs) this is going to be tight. This is exactly what I wanted first thing in the morning." I'm going to take my excellent coffee a few blocks away from here, where I don't feel so oppressed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like the community in Nashville. If you go anywhere in Nashville, whether you're in East Nashville, you're on the West Side, you're you're in the city, wherever you're downtown, like every coffee shop pretty much have those vibes. Like it's all about how you make people feel when you walk in the door, making them feel welcome, make them feel comfortable. It's just like that's dope. That's what's cool about Nashville, and it's cool that you got to see those things when you were traveling around the country. Yeah. Jimmy, 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 you're taking it to another level right now. You you went out of the country. You said, you know what, I'm I'm, I'm going somewhere else. So, I said, I've had enough coffee here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I know you went on vacation. And uh, tell us why you went on vacation and what was cool about the things that you saw when you went out of the country. So I went to go visit my sister-in-law. She lives in Shenzhen, uh, which is about a half hour away from Hong Kong, um, but on the Chinese side, obviously. She teaches English there. She works for Disney. So she took us to Disney for free. That was super dope. I was six years old again for a day. Nice. Um, Met Chewbacca. That was rad. Sick. But (laughs) she she had been going to this neighborhood shop like two, three times a week that she can walk to from her apartment. And she was so nervous about taking me there. She was like, oh, I don't don't know. I like it, but I just don't know 
if it's good, <laughs> you know? Totally. Mm-hmm. So we get there and it's like half of it, it's called Jayu, and half of it is uh, like a vintage clothing store and the other half is this tiny little cafe. They literally had a two-group espresso machine, two siphons, two Kalitas, and an EK. Hold and on, what's this? Say those names again. So they had they had a two group espresso machine, so re- relatively small. We got three. We got three on ours. Okay. Um, they probably could could get away with one because it was so such a tiny little place. Uh, but they had two siphon brewers, which if you haven't seen those, those look like they belong in a science lab. Big glass bulb okay. sitting on a on a uh, infrared burner. Um, but that's vacuum pot coffee. It's pretty pretty interesting. You don't see a whole lot of it in the states anymore. Okay. Uh, but it's still fairly fairly popular brew method in in Asia. Um, and they had two Kalita Wave pour overs, much like you would see at our shop, and just one uh, Malconig EK. It was a smaller, oh yeah, uh, the little stubby one. Little stubby one. They yeah. did that for espresso too. Yeah, that's everything cool. was going through that. Dang. So I saw their gear and I was like, ah, okay, this looks good. Okay. And um, I couldn't. We couldn't really communicate much so i just ordered a siphon and they they put the coffee through the grinder and it just smelled like champagne a siphon uh yeah okay. siphon, the the vacuum pot the the science experiment looking coffee like like that's something like marty mcfly's friend would have in back to the future 100 percent. yeah yeah okay back to the future and uh back back in time as well <laughs> but i just ordered a, a siphon coffee they brought it out to me it smelled amazing i couldn't figure out what it was um, so my sister-in-law gets out Google Translate and talks to the owner and she's like, hey, my, my brother-in-law is a coffee roaster and her, her eyes just got really big and she just brings all the coffee bags over to me and lets me pick so cool. my next thing. So like once they realize that, oh, this person, this person wants a coffee, yep. then they'll like, they're like, okay, we got some options. I had a natural Burundi. That w- that's what it was. I would have never guessed. I've only had one other one of those in my life. So what was the vibe of like the the relationship between like customer barista for like a Chinese coffee shop compared to an American one. It seemed fairly similar. Okay. Um, there there weren't many other people at Jayu. Every time we went, we were kind of like the only people in there. And I also noticed all the coffee shops open later. They don't open until like ten. Mm. So it's not a thing that everybody's like, oh, I got to go do this before work. It's like, this is a place I'm going to, I might go hang out there after work and have a coffee when I'm winding down. So it was like kind of a, in that regard, it was a little different. It wasn't, uh, people weren't rushing in there. They don't abuse it like us. Yeah. They don't totally. have to like, gotta get in my veins, guys. Yeah. First thing in the morning. Give me an IV. I'm oh, struggling. I'll drink it sludgy if I could. No, <laughs> no. They, they take it super seriously. Like coffee in general, there was just the approach. Even if the coffee itself wasn't great, you can bet your ass it's prepared well. That's awesome. Proper preparation. Mm-hmm. I was piss very impressed. I had one bad coffee in two weeks, and in the states, I have like four or five. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to take a little break. Uh, coffee and podcast episode two, powered by Acme Radio Live. Got Jimmy. We got Nate. We got a guest coming in in a little bit, but we'll be back in a moment. Sex in the Music City, powered by Acme Radio Live, is a no-holds-barred talk show hosted by me, Amy Muriello. The talk is explicit, uncensored, and sometimes R-rated, but it is always real. Real women, real stories, 
real sex. And it's not just sex, it's sex and the music city. And that means me and my girls, Brit and Bev, will be diving deep into what dating, hooking up, loving, or whatever you call it is like in Nashville. We'll talk the hottest spots, take you inside the minds of strippers, swingers, the singles who make up music city, Sex in the Music City is hosted at our favorite hotspot, Acme Feed and Seed, in the heart of downtown Nashville. The show airs every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Central, and stream and download Sex in the Music City on all the podcast platforms. And while you're at it, give us a rating. Five stars, baby. Follow us at sexinthemusiccity.com. Instagram is at sexinthemusiccity. And our YouTube, SATMC Nashville. For more information, visit us at sexinthemusiccity.com. Sometimes you've had a rough week. Start your weekend off early every Thursday with drink specials provided by Acme Radio Live. Join us every Thursday from 4 to 7 on the second floor of Acme Feed and Seed for the Acme Radio Live Happy Hour. Acme Radio Live DJs will be setting the mood with some vibey tunes while you enjoy a $7 domestic beer and a shot. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel. By subscribing to the Acme Radio Live YouTube channel, you have incredible content at your fingertips and a beer and a shot in your belly. Yay, beer! So subscribe today and join us every Thursday from 4 to 7 on Acme's second floor for a much-needed happy hour. If you've been to Nashville, there's a big chance you've been drunk in Nashville. However, as Music City continues to grow, the bar scene isn't always a shit show. Join us on Mix 15 as bartenders on Broadway take you behind the bars in the 615. We'll interview local beer and liquor reps, as well as fellow bartenders, all while making and discovering your new favorite beverages. Hosted in the heart of downtown Nashville at Acme Feed and Seed, Mix 15 airs every Monday night at 9 p.m. Central and is available as a podcast on all platforms. Deep Culture Radio, presented by Deep Tropics Music Art and Style Festival, serves you tasteful electronic and undiscovered dance tunes. Powered by Acme Radio Live. With selects by DJ Dabble and Dr. Harry on the mix with the vibes. Tune in and dance with us on Acme Radio Live every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. to midnight. For more information, follow our public playlist on Spotify at Deep Tropics and follow us on the socials at Deep Culture Radio. Stay tuned for DJ parties, takeovers, and more leading up to the Deep Tropics Festival happening in Nashville this August. It's a wave, it's a party, and we're waiting for you. Deep Culture Radio, only on AtmeRadioLive.com. Let's go. Are you looking for a coffee pod that won't destroy the planet? You're listening to Coffee and Power by Acme Radio Live. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Podcast number two, Coffee and Power by Acme Radio Live. My name is Q Taylor. I got my buddy Jimmy. I got my buddy Nate in the building. We've been talking about uh, what we've been up to. We've been, uh, I've been here chilling and working, but my team members here have been traveling and visiting coffee shops around the country and around the world. And what I've discovered in this podcast is that it's not just about the taste of the coffee. It's about the senses, what the place smell like, what does the place feel like, what does the place look like? What's it sound like? And is it all working together? Hashtag vibes. Or is it just this cacophony of chaos? Do I trust the brand? (laughs) And the bottom line to this is that the shop is just important. It's just as important as the coffee itself. So, Nate, Jimmy, I'm going to ask you this question. What are some of the things you noticed on these travels that you've been on that were like, this is dope. This is cool. That's awesome. This person's knowledgeable. Give me some of that. Yeah. I mean, what's interesting is hitting so many coffee shops 
in very different parts of the country, all of the good ones all have this like thread that ties between them. Like I could wake up in Chicago and then the next day somewhere in the Midwest. But if both of those places have good coffee shops, it's going to have a very similar feel. There's like a, there's a, a theme that ties all of the really great coffee shops together. And that is a really cool environment. People like to drink coffee in a cool looking spot or somewhere that you can tell someone like thought, thought about what art is going up or what color the walls are or what the door looks like, like little stuff like that, that seems small, but that's what makes that like thread tie between really good coffee shops. Um, and then just all of the people's demeanor when you walk in is similar because people are, are there to allow you to have a great time that morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it is, like they're there to, to like, hang. Mm-hmm. ask you how your day is like serve you a great not, cup of coffee they shouldn't be there they shouldn't be there 100 <laughs> percent. yeah right. like the and this is all before i've tasted the coffee and and like we talked about that a little bit earlier but it really is so important and that's why like when i get on my phone in the morning and i'm looking at apple maps and like all right what well, coffee's near me and i can filter it down and i can get like maybe i can find the best coffee shop in a town in like five or ten minutes based on looking at what pictures they they think are important, mm-hmm. looking at what pictures their customers think are important. Mm-hmm. So if I see a shop and it looks cool, but all their pictures are like salads and deli sandwiches, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm probably not going to go there. Red flag. That's, yeah, it's a huge red <laughs> flag. Even they might have great coffee, but I don't trust it because that's not what they see or their customers see as important. Mm-hmm. And that's before I've walked in the door. I didn't even give that place a chance. So there's so much that goes into what the coffee shop is more than drinking drinking that good good. That's what's up. Mm. It's funny you said that because I, we I knew when we were going to talk about this in this podcast, uh, I started searching on Instagram and uh, trolling and looking up cool stuff. And I was like, man, we should do it. We should bring a guest in for this podcast. So I want to introduce and give her a shout out. Uh, her name is Diana Corzine and I was like, damn, I found her on Instagram, and I was like, this shit is dope. Like, she had great photos, and it was just like, it seemed like she just had a passion for coffee shops. So I was like, let me meet this woman. Let me get this girl in here, and let's see what she got popping off. So uh, her Instagram, actually, I got her Instagram handle. It's at Nashville underscore coffee underscore shops, but hello, Diane. Good morning. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for fighting your way here, despite the NFL being right out there yeah it was fun (laughs) this morning good to see you thanks for coming today um so nate was just talking about some cool stuff and it kind of ties into what you've been doing and tell us a little bit about your instagram and give us a little bit about your background as well yeah um so i'm not actually from nashville i'm originally from florida and i came here for college um and about my senior year um I noticed that there were just a lot of awesome coffee shops around and I needed caffeine to help me (laughs) graduate. The studies. So um, my sister and I started this weekly tradition coffee date. We would explore a new coffee shop, meet up on Sunday morning, and just, I mean, we were doing that for a while and I was was like shocked and amazed when we weren't running out of options. And it just kept going um, all the way through senior year and I just fell in love with the different vibes and the different atmospheres of the coffee shops. And honestly, I I don't know a whole lot about coffee. It was 
it was literally the shops that um, just kept me coming back. Um, so because I am super, I got super obsessed with it, I just started making a list, keeping track, so I didn't um, miss any. And the list just kept getting longer. And so, I mean, this has been going for over a year now. And um, I think eventually I start. I was afraid of, um, I kept posting a picture or two on my story, just on my personal account, and people, I didn't want my friends to like get super sick of me, um, <laughs> just barraging them with all these coffee shops, and um, people were making fun of me, like, oh my gosh, you're obsessed, and I said, Haters. yes, I am. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yes, so I sad. Because yeah. <laughs> I saw, like, I saw your Instagram, and I was like, oh my god, are these, is this Nashville? Yeah. Like, they're... You've been so many more places probably than I have in this town, and you make them all look so good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, I just try to, I just try to find what they are the proudest of, or like what makes them their shop, and I just want to like let people see that. So, I mean, that's my whole goal with this. Um, I had a friend, one one of my friends, super encouraging about this whole thing. She said, "You should start a page," and I said, "Huh." Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was totally, kidding. Totally. But then she like she's like, no, for real, you should start a page. And so I was like, you know, that's actually a good idea. The people that want to see like the coffee shops, they can they can follow this page, and I can still go to all of them and um, not lose friends. So, right, right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's how Nashville Coffee Shops kind of started, and that was, I mean, the end of senior year. So it's been just about a year. Um, I love how that got started because you said you were going out for coffee dates with your sister. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yep. (laughs) But if you're you're a small local business in in these communities and cities like Nashville, it's important that you got good people who or who are supporting that wave and like giving you an extra voice in the community and like showing people what you're trying to do. So what are some of the things I want to I got a question. What are some of the things you look for that's like, okay, that's going to be my post. That's what I want to capture. Give me some of those kind of things, what you look for when you walk into a coffee shop. Um, well, I, I look for the name of the coffee shop just to, um, so that's that's what I've been trying to make, like that first picture so that people see, like this is the coffee shop that I'm at today. Um, and then I, I mean, there's different, there's different like layouts of each coffee shop and like, at one point, there was a coffee shop that um, I don't know if any any of you have been to Atmology. It's closed now, but it was like known for being a really relaxed hangout study spot. There was an entire room, just like no chairs, just pillows, and you <laughs> go and relax. Um, so, like, if I was if I was walking into Atmology, I took a nap in there once. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. I am no not. Bullshit. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I knew the owner. Her name's Heather Riney. Uh, shout out to Heather. And we got to bring that place back somehow. But yes. that place is super dope. But I went in there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to sneak in a little 10-minute nap. And I went, I, I, I seriously went in there and took a nap. Laid on the pillow, drooled on it and everything. Yes. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah, if I was if I was walking into Atmology, um, I would try to just um, capture those specific elements. And they had amazing food also. So I would try to capture, like, what they sold um, so that ultimately, like, I think it'd be cool if my page kind of turned into a bucket list for people that are moving to Nashville. That's so um, rad. So they could just like go through one picture at a time. And if they, 
if they like the look of that coffee shop, then they go and they check it out for themselves. And um, I mean, that's just, so I'm hoping that with my posts, I can portray in the best light what each coffee shop is awesome for. Dope. So cool. Dope. Dope. You're, Super dope. You're essentially doing like the Instagram version of what we're trying to do with this podcast. Yep. <laughs> just like high tide lifts all boats. Let's talk about how awesome Nashville coffee is and and give people some some ideas of, you know, where where do you have to go when yeah. you get here? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Like you you said, like the list kept getting longer and longer. And you're like, how do I visit all these yeah. places? And and when you're in Nashville, you can be like, oh, another coffee shop. Like, oh my gosh, another coffee shop. But when you leave Nashville, that is not the case in a lot of places. Like, it was really cool to think about coming back home because when I was out, some cities, it was like, there's one or two spots to hit. Like, those are kind of it. And then it's just kind of like bistros <laughs> or like like the coffee shop and friends was everywhere else. But there was like one spot. Whereas Nashville, Ooh. like, you can just keep drinking coffee all day. And that is such a unique thing. And it's cool that you're not like, I'm making an Instagram about coffee shops. You're like, Nashville coffee is diverse enough that I'm going to make an Instagram about that and just keep posting content. That's so cool. It's such a unique city. Yeah. I went to a friend's themed cafe, by the way, in Shenzhen, (laughs) because something with the licensing is different there. So they're able to use the name, all of the quotes, like the napkins said, it was called Smelly Cat. (laughs) <laughs> the name of the place. Oh, shit. Amazing. But it was super well done, and the coffee was rad, and there were just a bunch of people sitting in there laughing their asses off at reruns of Friends with Chinese subtitles, and we were all having such a great time <laughs> together. <That's> awesome. <laughs> but I'm sure the coffee was better there than in the in the uh, actual, actual central show. central perk. Dinah, you got, you got like a top three, top five places that you enjoy going to during the day in Nashville from mm-hmm. a coffee shop standpoint or cafe or bistro? <laughs> Yeah, um, so that's a really hard question. Because <laughs> it really, honestly, it depends on the day, depends on where I'm at in town. Um, but I think my favorite shops have like a mission also. So like Humphrey Street is a new one that has just a really cool, um, just a mellow vibe. And I love how they partner with um, the community and just like, what they do to give back. Um, and then, like, if I've got something to do, like something to work on, study, um, I really, I mean, I just visited 8th and Rose, mm-hmm. the Charlotte location for the first time, and um, this past weekend, that that's definitely going to be up there on the list. I appreciate that. It's a, it's a that. good place to do some work. Yeah. You There's so many done. outlets. Yeah. <laughs> There's awesome. so many outlets. Dude, that's real. There's so much natural no, yeah, light. There's a lot of electricity in that's here. Important. I could totally work here. <laughs> I could set up yeah. my printer, my 3D printer, and my computer. Yeah. And so, and then there's um, shops that have just like live music. If I wanted to go with friends, then um, look for events that are being held. So. Mm-hmm. It just depends, I guess. Depends on your well, your mood, right? Yeah. Like when you wake up and... And, and who I'm going with, totally. who I'm going for. Yeah. And that's why there's so many shops. Yeah. <laughs> because you got to have something for everybody's mood, every situation. Yeah. Uh, like if it's bright and sunny morning, who doesn't love sitting in the window at Crema? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or sitting out on the on the patio. Yep. Um, the loading dock has like an awesome outdoor space that, um, when, especially as the weather gets better, 
have to go out there. Oh yeah. So. Then the outside, the outside part comes into play. Yeah. That's what's up. So if you're in Nashville, if you're coming to Nashville, you, she just named some dope spots. She named us Eighth and Rose, Humphrey Street. If you're all about supporting nonprofit, they do some. Every coffee you purchase, I think a dollar go to the nonprofit organization. Jimmy just talked about crema. Can you stay with us? Can you stick around with us for a couple of minutes? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, we'll be back. So we're going to take a break. Uh, Acme, powered by Acme Radio Live, uh, coffee and podcast. Nashville is known for its honky-tonks, but we like it a little less honky and a lot more funky. Every Thursday night from 8 to midnight, it's Funky Tonk at Acme Feed and Seed. Acme's house band, the Music City Toppers, take the stage each week to add a little more rhythm to your two-step. Enjoy Dollar Off Yazoo beer while the toppers play your favorite funk soul covers. Join us every Thursday from 8 to midnight for Funky Tonk at 101 Broadway. For more information, visit theacmenashville.com. Get in the mix with Acme Radio Live. Every Monday through Saturday, a different ARL DJ will be spinning their favorite tracks. Whether it's local all-indie vibes with hashtag FIP or Friday Night Hip Hop vibes with Guy Fox, we've got all your music needs covered. But Carson, what if I have a favorite DJ and I want to hear their music all the time? What do I do? You can follow our public playlist on Spotify to have all your favorite DJ's hot tracks at your fingertips. They'll be updated each week after the live version has aired. Always make sure to listen live every Monday through Saturday, noon to 2 and also 5 to 7, only on Acme Radio Live. Mondays suck, but we're grateful to be alive. Every Monday from 7 to 11 p.m., come celebrate the dead at Acme Feed and Seat while the band covers your favorite Grateful Dead tunes. We'll help you get heady with dollar off beers brewed by Monday Night Brewing. Don't let the start of the work week harsh your mellow, bro. Join us at Grateful Mondays at Acme Feed and Seat from 7 to 11. Not in Nashville? Get your dead on with the Grateful Dead Hour on Acme Radio Live every Monday from 8 to 9 p.m. For more info, go to theacmenashville.com. Boring weekends don't fly here at Acme Feed and Seed. Come on over to 101 Broadway where we start the weekend festivities early. We'll get you shaking in your boots every Friday from noon till 4 p.m. for the Country Club Day Party featuring the Cowpokes. After the Cowpokes, we'll have plenty of live local music on the first floor stage until close. But if your party needs a little more bass, head on up to the rooftop where local DJs will be spinning today's hits as well as guilty pleasures during Fresh Fridays from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Excited? We thought so. There's more where that came from. Acme Feed and Seed is kicking off Saturdays with Soul Brunch featuring the legendary Charles Wigwalker. He shared stages with James Brown, Etta James, Otis Redding, and Sam Cooke, to name a few. And we're honored to have him grace our stage every Saturday during Acme's Brunch. If you were too hungover for the day party, Acme's got it going on all night long. Join us on the rooftop Saturday night for views from the 615, featuring some of our favorite local DJs, Coach and Ray, from 10 p.m. till close. Music, beers, and great food. What more could you want out of a weekend? For the full calendar, head to theacmenashville.com. This is Nate. You're listening to the Coffee and Podcast, powered by Acme Radio Live. Welcome, welcome back. Podcast number two, Coffee and Powered by Acme Radio Live. And we're on some podcast platforms, correct? Yes, sir. We're on some podcast platforms. You can go and give us a nice rating. Say yeah. you like us. Give us a rating and a review. Unless you don't like us, then keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and and follow us on Instagram, too, at 8th and Roast. Uh, you can go to our Twitter page, at 8th and Roast. Check out our website. If you want to purchase coffee online, we can deliver it to your house. www.8thandrose.com. Uh, and we also, you can follow our guest today, Diana Corzine, on her Instagram page at Nashville underscore coffee underscore shops. Highly rec. Do it. That's what's up. 
She'll follow you back. She promised. <laughs> she uh-huh. promised. <laughs> Her Instagram is dope. So uh, we talked about, it's more about coffee in the cafe today. So, you know, we've talked about, you know, the senses of places and what places feel like, the vibe and things like that. And we're going to do a little Q&A today and just ask each other questions. So this is kind of like the wrapping up segment of the podcast. And I got uh, a question for Diana. Um do you does your go to drink change based on where you're at, or do you pretty much know like when I walk in the door, I'm I'm getting this today? Okay, you're probably not gonna like the answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing coffee <laughs> and being the roaster, um, I have in the past typically stuck with what I know. So yeah, um, I think in the last episode, actually, I was listening to you mentioned Nate. I mentioned like a an era of terror. Of walking into coffee shops and if you didn't know what you were ordering like that was just the worst um, for baristas and uh, so that's like that's kind of the era that I got started in my um, my coffee obsession um, when I started drinking coffee so I would just order something off the menu and then um, not really know what it was or remember the name of it so even if I did like it then I didn't know how to get it again. So finally I landed on a vanilla latte. I figured out that I liked that. Um, and so I would just, I would get a vanilla latte every place that I went. And I tried to make it sound so sophisticated. Like I want to compare the vanilla lattes of every coffee shop in Nashville. So that's going to be my order. Um, but really I just, I didn't know what like, I liked. I know so, I like that. So I'm going to get that. Yes. They scared you into the same yes, order. Every I was time. terrified. Um, so then, but then like, coming to Nashville and like exploring more of these shops and I mean meeting baristas that have that attitude of I mean we want to help you find the drink that you like so that you really have a good experience here like that's something that is really just a cornerstone of the Nashville coffee scene which I have really appreciated so I mean I've even just recently started to expand and like try more things different things um figure out that's super rad. Yeah, what I like. I think it's cool when people are like, I'm I'm not going to steer you toward what I like. I'm going to find out what you like yeah. and try to curate something based on that. Yeah. Totally. So like, if you were like, hey, I like vanilla lattes, I'd be like, cool, here's this uh, here's this natural Ethiopian V60. We're going to give, don't, don't you dare don't put any put cream, cream in it. In it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just wouldn't yeah. do that, you know? Yep. So yeah. I think it's super cool to have that open dialogue between customer and barista where it's like let's make this super positive for both of us because i don't want to make something that you're going to hate right. <laughs> you yep. know yeah when, it, when people ask like hey what should i have my first response is what do you normally drink yeah it's not like oh i'll tell you my i mean i will if you're actually asking my opinion but if you're getting a drink i'm gonna be like cool what should you have based on what i'm about to learn about you <laughs> and if you're like i usually drink vanilla lattes i'm probably gonna say well Get a vanilla latte. <laughs> like, I'll make you a good one. We'll sell you on our vanilla syrup. Yeah, we got some good vanilla syrup. It's real vanilla bean paste. I'll tell you, that's crucial. <laughs> I was about to say that. Vanilla bean paste is crucial. So, folks, if you ever get a vanilla latte, see if they got vanilla bean, pa- vanilla bean paste, right? Wait, what, is that? what does that mean? What's the difference between that and, like, syrup? Is that- yeah, so some, some vanilla is just made from, like, a, what is it, like an extract? Yeah. Um, Which but- is what my grandmother put in her banana pudding. Oh, well, that, and it's and it's not like it's not delicious. It certainly has potential to be delicious, but right. we use uh, 
real like Madagascar vanilla bean paste, mix it in with some sweetened condensed milk. So it's like rich and creamy and it's a little different than, um, I guess when you said you're going around and comparing vanilla lattes to me, like that's a very valid thing to do because everybody kind of has a different take on it. So it's like, yeah, you're getting the same drink everywhere, but it's not quite the same drink everywhere. Yeah. And people are using different milk and stuff too. Yep. Like some shops and like, oh, that's really great milk. Other shops and like, everything's great but the milk. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. Uh, you got another question? Yeah, yeah. So you said earlier and you said it kind of like, sorry. You were like, I don't really know a lot about coffee. But I think that's so sick because that's who coffee shops are trying to understand every single day. Like that is our target demographic. We're not expecting coffee experts to pay the bills because they won't. They're going to order an, a $2.50 espresso. Like, they're and fun. Leave. They're very fun. And they keep us. But the people that walk through our doors every day don't necessarily know every little bit about coffee. And so this is really cool having you here and just being able to like hear your thoughts about when you walk in the door compared to we're, we're like, oh, I walk in the door and I look at the EK grinder and the siphon and you're like, that means uh, nothing to me. <laughs> so like what kinds of things we've talked about it a little bit, but like when you leave a coffee shop and you're like, that was so awesome. What are the things that matter to you? Yeah. So actually, um, there's a lot and it actually, it starts before I even walk in the shop. Um, especially here in Nashville, parking is not easily accessible at every shop. So when I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to go, that's going to be important just even if there is plenty of parking to make sure that it's easily accessible you can you know exactly where to go um just to get me in the door first of all um and then walking in that first just first impression is going to come from like the barista and i think i think nashville coffee shops baristas are super welcoming super friendly um and that just makes the experience i think that's probably the single most important thing for me um so my favorite experiences at coffee shops are the ones where i've had a conversation with the barista and obviously if it's during the rush i don't blame yeah yeah anyone for not like sitting down and having a full Deep conversation. Learning about your life. Yeah. But I mean, I I went over to Americano Coffee Lounge when it first opened up and it was a slower day, kind of rainy and just um, started talking, asking. I like to ask um, what the story of the shop is and and they just had a really compelling story and were super just passionate about what they were doing and interested in like telling me about it and then kind of figuring out who I was and just like that that relationship with the staff and like the the baristas at your local coffee shop that's awesome and I think that's that's kind of what Starbucks really got their their start and they they became like the local coffee shop that knew your name they walked in they greeted you and like that's what gets people coming back is just um having not just someone that makes your drinks but like having someone that is like super friendly and you've built a relationship with. So that's something I still respect yeah. about Starbucks. Yeah. Cause they make, they make a lot, they make an intense effort to make sure the people that are working for them are happy to be there. And they are like, Hey, we'll pay for your college. 
because they know they're going to get high quality people who have goals moving forward and they're going to make sure that those people are happy to be at their jobs because that is like the first line of um i mean that's like what what you encounter right yeah. off the bat you can tell like oh man these people are happy to be here or yeah. ooh maybe i shouldn't be here yeah. you know <laughs> exactly so um and then um just like having a space for every person um and that comes i guess that's the the whole layout and design um and showcasing like the owner's design and like you said like it's awesome whenever you walk into a space and you you can just tell that someone thought about what art was going to be on the wall yeah and um there's a lot of coffee shops now opening up that have um local artists that they display their work and like sell their work and that's um just a cool way to connect and plug into the community um so i think i think just all of that wraps up and then there's the coffee aspect yeah so but uh, honestly for me that's probably the the lowest on the list Mm -hmm. um that's so huge to hear like if you're a barista and you're listening check out that order yeah like that order is important yeah still has to be good coffee but it does yeah Yeah. (laughs) right it goes to show that that everything matters like the shop itself is just as important as the actual product and You know, and and I appreciate you coming today, Diana, because I feel like you're a true voice of the customer. And uh, this has been great, right? Yeah, yeah super so, helpful. It's yeah. cool to hear. I, I love coughing, like ta- coughing, goodness. <laughs> I love talking to coffee nerds, but also love to hear, because I, I like do eighth and row social and it's like, who are the people I'm talking to? Like, that's so helpful. It's so cool having you here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, for anyone listening to this podcast that, didn't hear the first episode if you are as um unsure of the menu as me you can go back to that first episode and they i mean Nate, you did a great job of just demystifying the menu i remember um back in florida i was sitting in the drive-thru at a starbucks like trying to google all this stuff <laughs> so that i could figure it out and i was just getting so much more overwhelmed um so the starbucks uses made up not made up words, well, but words that mean other things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, we're going to use this word for this. It's not the same thing. So if you Google it in your car, you're not going to know. You're going to be confused. <laughs> yeah, I was very, uh, very overwhelmed. It's amazing that Starbucks has been so successful with such a wild menu. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's so important to me when I go into a place. If I can't figure out what's on the menu yep. or what I want. You get scared into ordering a vanilla latte. Yeah, yeah every time. Every time. <laughs> Which I would be remiss. Or a macchiato. I did the same thing in yeah. college. I... I used to, I, back in the first episode, I talked about my Mayan mochas, how I started. Yes. Well, the first shop I went to that didn't have that, I went, vanilla latte? Because <laughs> I saw it. And dude, my if I went back to the coffee shop in my college town, they don't know my name, but they do know me as vanilla latte. Oh like for real, it's the most embarrassing thing ever because now that's like not, not me at all. But there was an era in which I just got scared into that as well. So yeah. you are not alone. That was a very scary time. <laughs> Amazing. I am here with you. Just reminding me of that Michael Jackson song. Sorry. Well, thank all you right. all so much. And thank you, Diana. We really appreciate you taking the time to come come chat with us on Coffee And. Yeah, yeah. Thank uh, thanks to Acme Radio Live. Um, make sure, leave us a rating. Leave us a positive comment. And follow us on Instagram at 8th and Roast. And again, uh, Follow Diana Corzine at her Instagram handle, Nashville underscore coffee underscore shops.
Thank you, Acme. Thank you, guys. Uh, this is Coffee and Podcast, powered by Acme Radio Live. Have a good day. To us, coffee isn't just a beverage. It's a community. It's an accumulation of the global network of fair trade farmers to the independently owned coffee shops working together to bring the freshest coffee to their local neighborhoods. I'm Nate. And I'm Jimmy. And we're roasters and baristas of one of Nashville's finest coffee shops, Ethan Roast. On Coffee and the podcast, we'll dive deep into coffee trends, the craft culture of brewing, and answer all your questions about how these coffee communities impact your daily lives. So tune in to listen live every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. via acmeradiolive.com. The show is also available on all podcast platforms.